What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. You know, I actually think this is one of the first weeks I've ever had where I wanted so badly to have a co-host. I've always wanted a co-host, but not until this week was I like, goodness gracious, would it be so great to just banter off of somebody? Because truly, I I think it's kind of awkward to sit here and rant about myself <laughs> for 40 minutes uh, as I'm about to do. And you're like, Taylor, that makes literally no sense. You started a podcast, but I never intended for this to be like the Taylor show. In fact, I hate that. But today, I really think it makes a lot of sense for me to bring up my exam and to talk about everything that happened in the past week and why my world has been such a whirlwind and everything is happening and I'm feeling so, like, ugh, everything is so overwhelming. There's so much going on. And I wish I could kind of just like have somebody be like, Taylor, what's going on in your life? And then I could spill rather than just imploding on you without you asking. So I'll take the context clues of you clicking play on this episode uh, to mean that you are joining in uh, to listen to perhaps the story of what in the heck happened this past week, what's been going on. On top of my exam, which is kind of like the main point of today's episode, there's just been so much happening I'd say pretty much since April, my world has been like, boom, this thing, this thing, then the next. There's no time to breathe. There's no time to think. It's it's like this time of year where you start to just go full throttle and people like come out of their cocoons because we all hibernate in Washington uh, in the winter months. And then all of a sudden there's like a glimmer of warm weather and we start to socialize again. So I think that's probably what it really is. But just on top of that, like I've been kind of in my own hole studying nonstop but there's also been like so many other like things happening in my personal life I am actually leaving to go on vacation in like 12 hours uh less than mm, 10 10 hours 10 hours I will be flying across the ocean and it's going to feel so good once I'm there but there's so many things I have to get ticked off the list before that even happens I have been prepping for the past I'm gonna say three to four weeks to make sure I can fully take a real actual vacation and not be like working all of the time, which isn't fully true because I will be vlogging some here and there, but I really intended to not edit as much as possible. So I've been uh, pre-filming as much as I could, pre-editing as much as I could. God bless my amazing editor, Amanda, who has helped me so much get on top of everything and just feel prepped and ready and doing all of that on top of studying like it's my full-time job has just been a lot. So I'm ready to just take a a deep exhale or to completely exhale because I feel like I've been holding my breath for six weeks. And you know, like when you're on vacation, but like you're still constantly thinking about whatever it is that's going on back home or it's work or you're still partially working and you're not fully relaxing. I want this trip to be like all relaxed mode because the last time I went on a vacation, I think I was still like kind of editing or or kind of concerned about when this was going to go up or brand deals, whatever. And I don't want that to happen because this is actually, I could be wrong, but this is what I've been telling everybody. So I'm just going to tell it to you. I'm going on a family vacation 
family vacation plus Keith. So truly it's just family vacation. And I think this is the first family vacation that we have all taken. All five of us. I have two older sisters plus me and my two parents. Since I am saying like 2007. I don't know if that's really true because we've done like a Thanksgiving trip, which doesn't really count. Like when my sister, uh, she went to school in New York City. So we would sometimes like go there for Thanksgiving and we'd stay for like two or three days, have Thanksgiving and then leave and then go on our merry ways. Or maybe we would, you know, like all go back home to California at the same time. But that's not really the same. What I mean is like truly the family goes on a plane together or we're all meeting in the same place because we're still across the country. We're landing somewhere. We are enjoying ourselves in a tropical vacation. And it's like a week-long adventure. I don't literally think that's happened since I was like 10 years old. I don't know. And I'm sure my mom's going to be like, that's not true. But for the moment, it is true. So this feels weird on so many levels. You know, like when you hang out with your siblings again after a while and things can sometimes be different. I'm unsure of what our dynamics are going to be like. Because sometimes there's bickering. Like with sisters, I feel like that's just what you do. Like you just kind of bicker over little things. It's never real fights. It's never anything serious. It's just like move out of the way, push, shove, (laughs) grab hair. Like it's just, it's little stuff. But sometimes, you know, you're with your family for a very long time. You all have been living in your own quarters for a very long time. So you're used to just being on your own, doing things your way. And then you're put back into the same mix again as if we're all five, six, seven, eight years old and things are just different and weird. So I'm like ignoring all of that because I literally don't care. Like we are going to be in Hawaii. It is a place that you are not allowed to complain about, you know, like you are just enjoying absolutely every element. And we're also kind of going to, to celebrate. I really can't say why I'll tell you later. Um, but we're going for a little bit of a celebration. So it's, it's like gonna be a really fun trip that has no right to have any negativities attached to it. So that's been completely on my mind. Uh, as of now, It is late on Sunday. I am leaving very early Monday morning. Have I packed? Well, if you're asking, then the answer would be no. I have everything laid out. I just have to somehow squeeze it into the suitcase, which is always a little bit of a tricky thing. Keith is the kind of packer where he packs super freaking light, but always checks a bag. Like will always, always bring like the full size suitcase, check the bag for the $30 or whatever. I am dead set determined to bring a a carry-on. I hate waiting at the carousel. I hate checking a bag. I like having everything right by me. I hate carrying a carry-on like through the airport, but it's safer in my eyes to have everything attached to my body than to somehow lose it because I swear to you, I've lost a suitcase on every airline known to man and I hate having to go back to the airport to pick it up or to figure it out. Like it's just a mess. So I squeeze everything into my little carry-on and I try and make it work. And I, I try my my best. And most of the time it's fine, but I end up like shoving my shoes into Keith's big suitcase because hello, he's got like, he's always, his bag is like 28 pounds. You know, the limit is 50. I'm going to put my shoes in his suitcase. So I actually have room in my carry-on for the 40 jackets that I will definitely not wear or need, but I'm bringing along anyways. 
at least the good thing with the tropical vacation is you're bringing light things. It's bathing suits. It's sundresses, flip-flops. You know, you don't have to bring anything super heavy and bulky. But sometimes I think that also lends to you overpacking because you think, well, I have space for it. I might as well bring three more bathing suits than I intended for. Why not? I have the space when you really don't. And you're only going to be there for a few days, but you just plan for it anyways. So my mind has been like half on planning ahead with all my videos, getting that all prepped, half on knowing that this vacation is in the horizon. And this vacation has actually been in the works, I think, for four years now, maybe three. But it's been a very long time coming. So it's very surreal that it's finally knocking on my door and that by the time you're listening to this, I'm likely in Hawaii. Can we just take a freaking second? It's like, it's blowing my mind. Absolutely. I'm so confused by this. And then also, most of all, again, the reason that maybe you clicked on this episode is that I have been busting my butt (laughs) studying for the past. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply past let's say six weeks I am still recovering from being in full study mode for such a long time I think you just kind of get used to it when you're in high school and college because it's all that you've known and it's all that you're doing and you don't have a full-time job like school is your full-time job and you might have part-time on the side but this is all that you're dedicating your time to so then when you take time away, I think it's actually harder to get back into the swing of things because you're not used to it. And then you always have that lingering thought in the back of your mind, should I be studying more? Should I have homework to do? Is there things I have to prep for? It's always just lingering. And I didn't love that, but I knew I had to just get this done. And let me tell you, it feels so freaking good to be on the other side of this now. And of course, like it's only temporary. Like that's the whole thing with getting certified is that this is just the beginning of the journey, but I'm totally getting ahead of myself. So let's just back up a little bit. The rough summary of my whole journey is essentially that I purchased my CPT course in February of 2021. I took a long fat break um, after studying for maybe two-ish months in 2021 because I was not my best. And then I decided in March of 2022, I was going to get myself back on my horse. I was going to stop feeling sorry for myself. And I had spent a lot of time working on my health and my mental health. And I was ready to just go sicko mode on my test and get this freaking certification under my belt. So that's exactly what I did. So pretty much since uh, March, I've been studying nonstop. It's been one of those things where I'm never not doing something from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep. Like I'm either uh, working out, filming, editing, studying, or eating. Like (laughs) that's pretty much like the only things that were happening in my life for the past uh, two months. So I'm, I'm ecstatic that 
I can finally just maybe feel like I have a little bit more balance now. But I I studied so much because I wasn't sure, one, like what to expect for this exam. And also, two, I didn't know what it was going to entail. I kept hearing so many different things. I would do research on what you're supposed to study and, and how you're supposed to prepare. And in my eyes, since this is a self-study course and I truly enrolled in this because I wanted to better myself I wanted to better myself as a content creator and step up my game just all around have better interest and knowledge because this is a topic I'm passionate about so I I enjoyed reading the textbook because it was something that I knew would still be advantageous for me even if it wasn't something I was tested on that didn't matter I'm still retaining that information for me you know what I mean like hopefully it would allow me to pass the test like that's obviously the objective but if all it did for me was absorb something like a little sponge about a topic that maybe wasn't on an exam but is helpful in the real world or in an actual like CBT environment then okay it was worth it so I read the textbook front to back that was kind of my way of studying and I would take um Honestly, in the beginning, I took way too many notes. I would write down way too many things on way too many pages, and I think it slowed me down tremendously. I think if I was smarter and I was studying smarter, like taking tips, you know, on like what are the best ways to actually absorb the information, then I wouldn't have been like rewriting the textbook in my notebook because let's be honest, I barely re-looked at it. Yes, it helps you to retain information by copying it down but just like reciting something and not teaching it to yourself or applying it in a certain way doesn't really help all of that much if you look at research on how to best study a subject just rewriting a textbook isn't that helpful in the grand scheme of things so I think in the beginning I definitely wasted too much time doing that and I was I was like not on track to get all these chapters finished I would have like a schedule written out for myself like I need to finish five chapters this this week and I would only finish two and then I was looking at my schedule and I would constantly rewrite it I'm like okay so cross that out we're rewriting this one and it would be like week after week I would do that and I'm like I'm gonna run out of weeks to rearrange this Taylor like you gotta get your booty in gear I ended up finishing my final chapter maybe two days before the exam. I took my exam on Friday and I want to say I finished it on Wednesday, which is nutty. It might have even been Thursday morning. I'm not positive. Granted, this was like one final lesson. So it wasn't like I was, you know, like in my final hour re-reading the entire textbook. But it it did stress me out a lot because I wanted to have had more time to just continually review. Now, when it got to like the the part where I was supposed to like, you know, sit down and actually start reviewing everything that I had just learned for the past two months. That was, it wasn't that tricky because I printed out all these study guides and I thought that that was a really great way to review information. And I love like printing things out and actually writing on paper. I had studied this entire time from my computer and like read the entire textbook on my computer which was a great way to, I guess, save resources and not print out a 700-page book that I would likely never reopen again. But also, it was just a harder way for me to learn. Like, my heart goes out to everybody who was doing, like, Zoom universities and whatnot. It's just a really tough way to continually absorb things because you're constantly in front of a screen. And I really think, like, having tangible objects, not always having to print things out, but just 
I don't know. There's something to be said about like good old fashioned pen and paper. That's, that's just me. That's the way that I like to learn a lot. So I think I really absorbed well once I got to that study guide stage, but, and I can't really go into details about like the actual questions on the exam, but I, I don't even know that I properly studied correctly because the exam was just so freaking different. Oh, again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just have to like express that it was so frustrating that I read this entire textbook and the exam was so different. But again, let's back up. So I'm freaking the heck out. I truly had to keep saying out loud that I was going to pass this this exam because I didn't think it was in my cards. I thought that this was the end of me. I was really prepared to fail and like have to plan on taking a retest. I think you can retest like 48 to 72 hours afterwards. And I have been like doing the bare minimum on Instagram and TikTok if you haven't noticed, which I'm sure you have because I haven't been there. <laughs> because I, one, like, there's just no time in the day to be like posting my stories when this is taking up all of my time. But also two, I was so nervous to share the more um, intimate's not the right word, the more exact, like precise details of when my exam was because I was so convinced I was not going to pass this thing because I just was so unconfident and I didn't want to share my exam is Friday at 10 a.m. Because then I would think, okay, if you saw that story, then you would know Friday at 10 a.m. Taylor's going to her exam. And then I would also know that somebody else is thinking, wow, Taylor's taking her exam right now. I wonder if she's passing or failing. And I would be thinking about that the entire time I was taking my test. So this is me like unraveling my messed up brain for you, but also explaining that I clearly was just so unconfident going into this that I couldn't even share it like I normally would, which I think would have probably given me more confidence if I was talking with you all and just, you know, bantering back and forth about things. Or I have plenty of subscribers and listeners who are all certified themselves. Like they could have been helpful to me or kinder or just like, you know, just a friend to talk to. Like that would have been fine, but I was so... I don't know, stuck in my own head that I couldn't even get past myself to share when my details of my test were. So all like Wednesday and Thursday, I'm just like kind of freaking out and not really enjoying like the final steps of the process because it was just how do I make sure that everything that I've done up to this point is well worth it and that I'm actually gonna going to pass this. And I think there's kind of like these general jokes with Um, like board exams, bar exams, where if you feel like when you're taking the test that you are failing it, you're actually probably going to pass. And I get that to a certain extent. And now while I'm on the other side of it, I can relate to that. But gosh, does that feeling also suck so much? Because I wanted to go into this exam feeling so confident and seeing every question that would come to me or most of the questions that would come to me and feel so assured that I was submitting the right answers because I had prepped myself so well. So it's unassuring when you're going through this exam, feeling like you should know this information and these questions are stumping you and you don't even know why or how. And then you also don't know what the answer was at the end of the day. Like there are still questions in my mind that I'm like, I want to know what the heck the answer was, but I'll never know. Like I'll literally just never know. So the night before, I finally found like a lot of, you know, like I was going online, like, okay, 
what are some final tips, some final um, overarching sections to review. And people would say often like, okay, you should go and review like this type of cueing for clients, or you should go and look at these overactive muscles and, and make sure that you learn how this affects this. It was always very, uh, not, well, I guess kind of circumstantial, but it would, every question would always be at least two to three concepts combined into one question. So even if you were asking, you know, like, how is this thing going to, I don't know how to phrase this without like saying a question. Let me just think of something. If the question was like, your client is performing a uh, overhead squat and their feet turn out, what would be a muscle that they need to lengthen in order for them to fix this? So in that question itself, you've already got like four or five different things that you've learned in different chapters or in different sections that all of a sudden you have to put together, you know, and use your collective learning to figure out the answer. I would say most tests on maybe the like collegiate or higher level are like this, but I think to see it in this context where it was so hands-on you know like this is the real world like I could literally be talking to a client and doing this that was the kind of thing that freaked me the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I have so much to say. I, again, am getting on top of my words and I'm getting so ahead of myself. I wanted to explain how my actual morning of my exam went, but I'm just like jumping past it. Let me just talk about it now. So the morning of the exam, I'm freaking the heck out per usual. I made sure that I had like a nice nutritious breakfast I wanted to feel pumped and ready to go I uh I was like just trying to review like the last few concepts that I thought were super important and just you know talking out loud and and doing some like coaching to myself and like trying to pump myself up I have this playlist on my phone um that's called for life moments (laughs) it's kind of cheesy but I made it so when you're going through like either a really sad time or a really happy time, you can turn on this playlist and you're always going to have like a, a song that immediately will, immediately will put you into a good mood or will resonate with your feelings. I really should separate the playlist because I have both happy and sad songs in the playlist, but it's a great concept for when I'm needing just music immediately that's going to tap into how I'm feeling. So I would play the songs trying to get my mind into like this really confident place. So I was going into the test very confident. Finally, um, I have to have Keith and Reese out of the house because I needed to have the whole apartment to myself, especially because my exam is proctored online. And it's my computer is in my living room, which just faces like the entire open layout of our apartment. So I couldn't have anybody else in the room. So even if like, you know, he went to go to the kitchen to do something like he would technically be in the room, that could be a violation. So they both left. Thankfully, Reese had a vet appointment anyways. So it worked out nicely, but they left the apartment. I was logging onto my exam around 10, 20 or so. And before the exam, I mentioned this in the podcast last week. 
I had logged on to the proper software that I was supposed to use and, and the website and whatever. And I made sure that everything was taken care of from like a IT perspective. You had to make sure that like let's say the browser that you're using, I use Google Chrome. You had to make sure that all of the accessibility was turned on. You had to make sure that the uh, microphone was working, the camera was working, all this stuff. And so my computer was checked. I was all good. Like I was feeling really ready and prepped on that front. And then it says in fine print, you cannot open this exam and then close out of your browser. And I'm like, okay, got it. Well, at least I got all my Chrome stuff set up, I shouldn't have to worry about that. Like I'm ready to go. So I click, you know, begin exam and I'm getting all these pop-ups immediately that are like, you need to download this. You need to accept permissions for this. You have to restart your, um, your computer. Not, I don't think I had to restart my computer. That would have been a nightmare, but I did have to restart Chrome and I'm sitting there freaking out because what if I had to exit out of Chrome and then all of a sudden I wouldn't have access to this exam anymore because it literally just told me I couldn't do what I was doing and at the same time like I'm getting these pop-ups from the proctoring and I'm immediately assigned to a proctor and he's like hey what's up this is my name let's call him Mario he's like hey I'm Mario I'm I'm your proctor I'm like, hey, Mario, what's up? Um, I have to restart. Is this okay? And he's like, yes, you're able to do that. And I'm like, thank freaking goodness. So I restart. I come back. It asked me to do it again. Now I'm freaking very panicking. I think Mario sensed this. So he comes onto the microphone and he's like, hey, Taylor, see you're having some troubles. Let's calm you down. Like, Let's get this all settled and worked out. I'm like, thank God, Mario, because I'm freaking out right now and I don't want to jeopardize anything. And turns out like I wasn't even near the exam yet I was just in the very initial process but like it's just test jitters like you you start thinking that you have a number one pencil and there's only number two pencils allowed on the scantron that's the kind of vibes I was getting you know so he is so kind and reassuring for me thank goodness I was really concerned about this proctor thing because I didn't know what the heck to expect and I was really uh, uncomfortable with the idea of somebody watching me the whole time but thankfully it was totally okay but they are so beyond thorough on making sure you are not cheating. It's almost comical. So he he obviously like has like my webcam on. We're talking through like kind of like initial things. I have to agree to make sure like I'm not cheating. He asked me if I have to get up and go to the restroom at all. And I'm like, no, Mario, I'm totally fine. I literally just went before I started this program or before I sat down in my chair. We're good to go. Of course, spoiler alert, I had to pee the entire test, the entire test. That was so annoying, so beyond annoying. That was like probably like the actually, if I had to think about one horrible part, that was the worst by far. So we go through like all of the little procedures and he's like, okay, I have to check your ears to make sure you have no earbuds. You need to take off any watches. I need you to take your phone out and use it as a mirror with your front camera to show me every four corner of your computer screen. And then he's like, oh, your computer screen's too big. You're not using laptop. You need to take a video of your entire desk, your surroundings um, on the desk, underneath the desk in every corner of the room that you're in. And I'm like, I'm in a freaking apartment. What do you mean every four corner? I'm like, okay. So I take this video. I'm like going all the way around my apartment, showing him the floor and whatever. And he's like, great cinematography skills. I was like, thank you so much, Mario. Just trying to show you that I'm not a cheer. Okay. 
I was not going to jeopardize a darn freaking thing. Taylor Woods, frick no, not a cheater. So I show him this video and he's like, okay, we're all good. Like, you know, we're all ready to start. You will go through your exam. You have two hours to complete it. Um, mine was 120 multiple choice. I also had to show him my ID as well as my CPR certification and my uh, it's CPR and AED in the same certification. So I had to show him all that. And then he's like, okay, so go through the exam, finish all the questions. And then when you are about to submit, tell me. I'm like, okay, so we're doing this together, Mario. It's you and me, buddy. So again, entire exam, Taylor needs to pee. It's the only thing I'm thinking about for 120 questions. The only thing I knew going into it was that 20 of the questions were, I think like beta questions or something. I'm really not positive on the uh, the semantics. Of, I don't know. I kept like trying to do research on it and see people would tell me different answers. But I want to say like 20 of the questions didn't count. So really it was like, a hundred-ish questions. And I had taken, I want to say like 15 practice, practice exams on my course. And I was doing like really well on them. So I was feeling at least confident. Like if I'm getting A's on my practice exams, I should be fine going into this exam, right? Well, perhaps wrong. That's the way I felt. Like every question, not every question, but so, oh my gosh. <coughs> I don't know what the heck just happened there. But so many questions would come up and I would just go, what? Like it, this could literally be two answers. I, I don't understand. I guess I have to choose the best one. And uh, I mean, I could probably get into like some big trouble for going into any of the like actual details, but I was not a fan overall of, I guess the exam in general, because I just felt like it was so different from the textbook. And that was really frustrating because it felt like, I tried to do everything that I possibly could, but it, it was just so different. Like you'd think that it would be similar, but it wasn't. And you know what? Like that's just the way that the cookie crumbles in life and you prepare as best as you can. And, um, at the end of the day, it was what was handed to me. And maybe somebody had a totally easier exam than me. Maybe people had totally different and harder exams. I don't know, but, um, I probably bookmarked like, I don't know, 15 to 20 questions that I was just feeling like, ugh, I don't know. I had either had to guess on these or I really wasn't sure. And so at the very end, I'm like going through my bookmarked questions after just feeling like ups and downs the entire time. Half the exam, I was like, I can do this. Like, I'm feeling so good. I've got this. I know my material. Woohoo. And then the other half, I'd be like, I want to cry and use the bathroom. What do I do? So even when I was going through the bookmark questions, like, you know, you can't second guess yourself way too much because that's when you screw yourself over. Sometimes the first guess is your best guess because you went with your gut and maybe it's your brain talking to you like in a different life that that was truly the best path that you were supposed to take with the answer. I don't know. I'm all superstitious. But that was what was going through my mind. Like, okay, should I even change these answers? I've got all these things bookmarked. I think I only ended up changing about one. And finally, I was like, I am drained. I am done. I ended up taking, I want to say, maybe like an hour and five minutes or so, which I was really expecting it to go a lot quicker. But again, with the exam, you want to make sure you're reading every question so thoroughly and everything. It was just me trying to make sure I wasn't screwing myself over and and also just lacking the confidence. I mean, that definitely doesn't make you want to skirt through things really quickly. 
So I tap into Mario. I'm like, hey, buddy. Oh, wait, this is another thing. So I was about to pull up the chat, you know, to tell him that I'm ready to submit the exam or whatever. And I completely forgot that in the middle of the exam, I was trying to like mimic the moves because I even explained this. I think last week I was like, okay, if I can, I'm going to sit there and act out emotion. Like I was just saying, if somebody is squatting with their feet turned out, what are some of the imbalances or the overactive muscles that they might have? What are the underactive muscles? So I had a full intentions of standing up and squatting with this kind of gestures, you know, just as an example. But of course, he tells me at the beginning, I'm not allowed to stand up. And so I'm already like, okay, I guess I'll act this out in my chair. And I'm kind of like silently talking to myself, maybe a little bit out loud. And then I kind of see the chat bubble going off. I'm like, okay, like what's Mario going going on about? And I look and he's like, um, please remember you are not allowed to talk during this exam. Please keep any um, or please keep quiet or something like that. And I was like, mother effer, are you kidding me? Like it, it probably looked like I was trying to like mouth things or, or cheat or talk to somebody or something, but I was literally just trying to like read a question out loud because that's the way I comprehend it. Like I would probably read every question out loud, but I wasn't allowed. So that was kind of frustrating. So if you're taking any exam, just know that you're not allowed to talk. I mean, obviously if you're in a classroom, like that makes sense. But if I'm in the comfort of my own home, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember to do that, but whatever, this is the proctoring world that we're in. So back to the submission. Uh, I had heard that when you press submit, you will get your results right away. And so I was kind of like prepped for what was going to happen. And I had also heard that if you pass, your screen will, will like the exam or whomever will just let you know that you've passed. If you fail, then they tell you your score. So if you pass, you really have no idea what the heck your score was. But if you fail, then they might tell you, you know, you got 50 out of 120. I don't know. So I tell Mario, I'm like, hey, buddy, like, let's do this thing. He's like, okay, uh, looks like you've answered all the questions. Uh, I don't remember what else he said. I was kind of in a daze, to be honest with you. And he's like, all right, let's go ahead and let's click submit. And then he's like kind of like going over like some protocol, like, all right, when you feel um, ready, you know, like you can close out of this browser. Thank you so much for, you know, using the proctoring thing. Um, and I'm just like staring at this screen and it's got like the NASM logo on it and kind of like some general, what looks like submission receipt information. And it's like, thank you so much for taking the exam. Like we appreciate your time, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of says like Taylor Woods exam submitted at 1145 in the morning or whenever it was. And then I look a little bit closer and then it just says like exam results, colon, passed. And I was like, what? Like, it was just like this little tiny kind of anticlimactic moment. I was like, did that say, is that it? Like that, there's like no confetti. There's no like big, bold font. Like, congratulations. Like, nobody's coming out here to sing La Cucaracha to me. Like, it was, it was kind of a little bit like, oh, what the heck? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, it's it's happening. And then Mario was like, oh my goodness, you passed. Congratulations. And I was like, thank you. And that's when like the happy tears kind of started to flood, which I knew would probably happen. I'm only susceptible to tears when it's like a happy moment. So it was kind of, of course, you know, Um, but 
it was so funny because like, whatever he said to me after that was like blur. Like I barely remember. He was trying to say like, you know, thank you for your time. Exit out of the um, the browser and like, you know, make sure that you exit out of the chat. And I was like, okay, okay, got it. Okay, got it. And also this whole time I had watched Keith um, drive past the apartment. So I knew that he was coming home and that like wherever he had been prior, he had like probably taken as much time as he could like at the vet and and getting I think he went to Taco Bell so he probably spent as much time away from the house as he could and he was probably like okay whatever I'm bored I'm just gonna go sit in the um parking spot you know ready to go into the apartment until Taylor tells me like she's finished with the exam so I knew this whole time whatever was gonna happen I was gonna race out to the car and be like okay Keith this is what happened so when Mario was telling me all these things like the only thing in my mind is like I'm going to run outside and go tell Keith like right now, like holy freaking guacamole in my pajamas. I took the exam in my pajamas, which is even just the better part of the story. So I close out. I'm like, okay, goodbye, Mario. Thank you so much for your time. Ah, all right. Bye. And I like throw my flip flops. I run out to the car. and I'm like, I did it. Like this, it happened. I'm so overwhelmed and I need to pee. I have to pee so badly and I'm a CPT, a CPT who needs to pee. And after that, it was like such a freaking just like happy day that felt like it almost never happened. You know, like when you wake up super freaking early for the airport or something and by the time it's 1 p.m., you're like, I've been awake for like 10 hours. How is this feasible? It feels like this morning was three days ago. That was how my entire day felt because I – probably just segmented the entire day in my mind so much that the morning was so separate from my mind and I was just so beyond relieved that this was all over like I could barely handle it and then the wave of exhaustion just hit me like a freaking ton of bricks because I felt like I was probably just on hyperspeed mode for the last two months and then all of a sudden it was like this wave of like relief and a little bit of I don't know, like the opposite of anxiety, just like calm and peace and finally feeling like, oh my gosh, I can breathe for a freaking second. And we went out, we got smoothies because I wanted to celebrate with smoothies and I wanted to like go out and do something big and like go get drinks or like go do like a big celebration but I knew I also had to grind through this weekend because I had to get like three or four videos finished this weekend so it was one of those things where it was like yay hold on I still have more to do I'm still not finished yet hang on so when I am in Hawaii tomorrow that is when my celebration really and truly will begin because I don't think I was fully able to like let myself relax until um, all of the work was finally finished. So it's kind of like been postponed, but I'm like desperately in need of like just like a fun little celebration. And I think for me, that just means like taking a step back as much as I can. The great thing is, is that I have hopefully worked hard enough that um, YouTube content should still be uh, on schedule um, Tuesdays and Fridays per usual. Um, next week's podcast will be uh, not a thing. <laughs> what am I trying to say? There will be no podcast next week, but I did tell you that last week. Um, and I will, of course, you know, update on, on Instagram and, and such 
um, as I please. And I'll vlog the trip a little bit, but really like, I just want this to be like, um, hopefully, um, much needed vacation because I've just felt like I've been full speed ahead and I just need to take a freaking deep breath. So the, the bottom line, I suppose of my story is that I am now what one might call a certified personal trainer. And I've been getting so many questions from my friends and, and whomever, like, well, one, what does that mean? And two, like, why did you do this? Why are you going to, like, are you going to use it in any way? And you all know, I've said it multiple times that I got the certification for basically my own knowledge. I do think my perspective on what I want to do with it has changed a little bit. Like I, I do think I potentially want to work with clients in the future, uh, remotely, but I don't know how soon that will be. And I do feel like I'd like to continue to better my education as much as possible in as many different ways as possible as I can, um, before and while I am still doing that. So I'm not sure what the future holds for me in regards to my life as a CPT. I do need to update my Instagram bio, which is kind of hilarious, but it's true. I haven't even gotten around to doing that yet. Um, literally, as if like that's our biggest priority. But it's it's been a whirlwind. And I just want to say thank you for being on this journey with me and supporting me through every step of this tumultuous roller coaster. It has been... Oh, far too long. And I promise if I ever sign up for another certification, I will never let it drown out for this long. And I will also never cram it in this short amount of time again, ever, 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 ever. Uh, I have a lot of packing to do. So I'm ending the podcast right here, right now for you today. But God bless you. And just thank you for being you. Uh, By the time you're listening to this, hopefully I am sitting on the beach drinking a Mai Tai with some double foam, baby, because that is what the Maui time's all about, Wahoo time, wherever I'm going, which is both. And I, I love you all. Thank you for being supportive of me. Um, I can't believe I'm a freaking CPT. Like who in the heck would have ever thought that? Not me, not me. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you in, um, not next week, but the week after. And you are amazing. And I'm smiling thinking of you tonight. Love you lots. I'm rambling at this point. Uh, Thank you for listening. We will talk soon. Bye-bye. I'm a CPT. Holy heck!